Good evening and welcome to Direct Impact Broadcasting, the station of growth and transformation. Affiliate of Creative Broadcasting presents Leadership Tidbits with Coach T. Wilson with your host, Taiwana Wilson, as she welcomes her guest to the studio. Welcome to Leadership Tidbits with Coach T. Wilson. I am your host, Taiwana Wilson. A little bit about myself. I am your award-winning leadership maven, medical laboratory sciences by background, best-selling author, owner and chief leadership coach at Trendy Elite Coaching and Consulting Services, executive director with the John Maxwell team, Maxwell Disc certified consultant, send out cards referral partner, and co-owner of Direct Impact Broadcasting Radio Station. Before we bring on my special guest, I want to thank Emerge Women Magazine for the 2019 Spring Women in STEM feature. To get a copy of this amazing magazine, please visit www.emergewomanmagazine.com. I am also excited to announce a new Direct Impact Broadcasting radio station affiliate, which will be launching May 1st. Stay tuned for details. Thank you to my media mentors, Ms. Ashley Little and Ms. Kimberly McLemore of Talk Radio TV Network, LLP. Today's special guest is my friend and fellow Kentucky State University alum, Mr. L. Colby Wilkerson. L. Colby Wilkerson, a.k.a. L. Colby DeWiz, is an award-winning author, poet, speaker, presenter, storyteller, edutainer, master teacher, and powerful transformer of schools and organizations. He ingeniously converts resistance to change into receptiveness for growth. He is a leading authority on helping schools and organizations cultivate relationships that support a healthy culture and climate. Kobe works with schools and organizations where it is his goal to see them systematically operate at their best so they can effectively impact those they serve. Passionate about continuous growth, he decided to pursue his education to shape and mold the values of children by inspiring them to love knowledge and to be lifelong learners. Mr. Wilkerson has a BA in education and a BS in sociology from Kentucky State University. He obtained his master's in education administration from Kansas State University. Kobe is a graduate of the Les Brown Speaker Training Program and was also selected as a South Carolina Educational Policy Fellow, a program of the Institute of Educational Leadership out of Washington, D.C. Kobe has taught in Topeka, Kansas, and Cincinnati, Ohio, where he was born and raised. During his time in Cincinnati, he found Camp Giamme, a summer camp that focuses on reading, writing, and critical thinking. He has presented in South Africa and most recently participated in a Kenyan delegation put together by Utingo, whose goal is strengthening impoverished Christian churches and schools so that they become places of healing and restoration in Kenyan youth. Currently, Kobe serves as a chief consultant of the, Learn to, of the Love to Learn educational group and Love to Learn Music, where they work to empower teachers to engage students to transform our world through literacy and music. He is also president of Learn to Love Books 
and CEO and president of the newly founded Love to Learn Foundation. Kobe has a passion for relationships and personal development and a sincere desire to see all he comes in contact with become their very best. So, friends, good evening, good evening. Please welcome Mr. Kobe Workerson. Kobe, how are you doing this evening? Oh, I'm doing good, you know, better than I deserve. So all is well (laughs) in my world. Awesome. I'm so excited to have you on tonight and and get all of this uh, knowledge that you have to offer and learn more about what you're doing in our schools. So I'm happy to be here. Awesome. So can you tell our listeners about your journey to leadership and how did you get to where you are today? Um, well, I guess the journey, I guess, started in uh, Cincinnati. Um, and in regards to the, the leadership part, uh, I graduated from high school, then went down to Kentucky State, and that's, I think, where uh, the for real journey to leadership began. Um, I got involved in, in um, student government and became Mr. Kentucky State University, and then um, SGA president was the first person in the history of the university to do that, and then got involved and became a member of Omega Psi Phi fraternity. And um, those were really the shaping grounds and uh, the foundation of, of, of my leadership is that's when I really got to see what it was really like to lead other people. And um, it, it, it continued there. I, I left there, went uh, to Cincinnati, taught, then I went to grad school out in Kansas, and I was the, the first graduate teaching um, assistant in, the, in, the, in their leadership studies program. And so I was uh, literally teaching about 300 freshmen. I had two classes of 300 freshmen that I was that I was leading and so uh, was put in like leadership positions where I was like the chair of some committees where there were college professors on the committee, but I was chair of the committee. So that was kind of really where we, you know, like, okay, I I got some leadership abilities and then kind of honed that in and um, went up to Topeka and started teaching and then uh, got into this administrative internship program, and it was uh, nine of us in a program, and they opened up, and she said, there's nine of you all, and we have three positions, so you all can do the math. <laughs> and wow. So said, uh, yeah, so at the end of that, I was uh, I was able to choose the position. She said, you know, finish number one in that, and, um, you know, I was going to be the probably the youngest assistant principal that the district had ever had. And she was like, you know, you're going to be the youngest assistant principal. You know, you'll probably be the youngest principal the district has ever had. We're going to guarantee you a school next year. And um, I decided to leave there and and start my own company. And that was in uh, 2004. And uh, since then, kind of, uh, you know, had some paths and, Les, you, you heard in, in the bio and the speaker, Les Brown, um, also did John Maxwell, um, speaker leader training. And um, so just really been dedicating myself to to what does leadership look like? How do you make people better? Um, and part of that is really 
um, how do you make yourself better. So that takes me into my current work right now, which is working on the finishing of my doctorate. And the work I'm doing is the infusion of personal development into professional development. So um, not how do we get teachers and those in education to be better teachers or better leaders, but how do we just get them to be better, right? So, you know, at the end of the day, do do we want them to be better teachers? Yes, but at the end of the day, we want them to be better wives, better husbands, better uncles, better friends, because my philosophy is that you bring all of who you are to everything that you do. And so how do we just get you to be a better you so that all of you can flow into everything that you do? Awesome. Awesome. I I totally agree. We definitely uh, bring all of ourselves uh, to work, uh, even if we don't intentionally mean so. So I think that is awesome. Was that a difficult decision? Uh, Really kind of walking away or, you know, transitioning from that that corporate, if you will, you were on a track to get your own school and, and be a principal to doing your own thing. Was that a, a big decision? Was that a difficult decision? Yeah, it was. It was huge. Twenty twenty, you know, I mean, I probably would have did it differently. Um, uh, what led me actually to that decision was, like I said, in this uh, internship, we went to all the uh, professional developments that the assistant principals went to, and so I had this list of things that I was addressing and. Um, when she offered me the position, I said, awesome. I said, I'm excited. I said, but, you know, going, you know, through these PDs, uh, I had a list of things that I thought that, you know, as a district we should probably try to address. And basically at the end of me sharing my list, she pretty much said, thanks for sharing, um, but we're pretty much going to do things the way that we want to do. And, um, you know, and that, it was at that point, that I was just like, you know what, I if I get into a position here, I'm going to be handcuffed. And mm-hmm. so she said, which are which are which are the schools would you like? You know, which are the two, you know, um, you know, which are the, the, the positions would you like? And I said, you know, I think I, I I'm I'm going to I think I'm leaving. I think I'm going to resign. And in my head, I was like, what? what? Hold on, what what? <laughs> it was like an out of the body experience. Like who said that? It was like you know I think I'm gonna resign, and I was like who said that? Like who who who? Won't <laughs> you know. And so um, you know, and she was like, so what are you gonna do? And I said, I'm, I'm gonna go to Atlanta, and I'm a I'm gonna start my own consulting company. And she said, how are you gonna do that? And I literally said, I have no idea. <laughs> And she said, I'm sure you will, Mr. Wilkerson. I'm sure you will. And, uh, <laughs> and so I, I knew I had uh, uh, three more paychecks coming. And mm-hmm. I knew between then and, and that time I had about 90 days to make something shake. And uh, I didn't know what I was going to do. But the journey is uh, has been one that has, has made me, and you got to trust the process. You know, the, the process is where you get your power. And, um, you know, you, it, it, if sometimes if, if you don't have to jump, you, you probably won't. You know what I mean? It's not going to be easy taking this road of, of entrepreneurship if, if you choose that. And it, it's definitely not for everybody. Um, right. But, but for me, I, I knew it was a path that I, that I had to take. It, 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 
you know, it wasn't like, okay, well, do you want to do this or not? I mean, I definitely could do something else. Uh, I'm confident in my skills and abilities and definitely think that I would, you know, do well in anything. But this has been uh, something that, that builds you and shapes you like nothing else can. Absolutely. I absolutely agree. I once heard a wise person say, if you know your why and you are very confident in your why, the how will come. So you need to know your why and and know your purpose, and then the the how you're going to get to it will all fall into place. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It is. It's a a piece that you have to, to, to figure out. You know what I'm saying? So that 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 the the why piece. If you if you're really clear on why you're doing it, mm-hmm. um, you know, people's like, well, what were you going to do? How are you going to do it? I was like, that part of it was, you know, you got to find mentors. Um, you know, kind of find people who are doing what it, what it is that you want to do, and then be willing to work to learn and not to earn. And I think that's where most people get messed up is that, you know, they're trying to work because they want to earn a lot of money. But if you if you work to learn, you know what I'm saying, the learning can't be ever taken from you. But though sometimes, you know, the, the job or whatever can be taken from you. But if you learn what it is you're after, then, then that piece will, will serve you long after whatever position or job you got is gone. Right, right. I love that. I I have wrote that down. I might uh, use that quotable. I give you credit, but I might use time. that again. Yeah, give, give yeah me, right. Give me credit <laughs> after, that, after that, you can have it. You know what I'm saying? First time. <laughs> so what strengths and experience do you feel were important for you to thrive as a leader in in the world of education, well, and entrepreneurship, especially as you work with our young people? your young people or your young kids? Um, I think the, the, the biggest strengths um, and experiences that, that, that came to shape and make me were just uh, understanding that, that who I am at whatever current moment is enough. Um, I think there's just a confidence that comes in understanding that what you're going after is for you and that mm-hmm. you have to as best as you can to just try to be the message that you're trying to bring. You know what I mean? And I think that that is something that has kind of always served me. And that's what I tell uh, as I lecture to, you know, mm-hmm. thousands of kids and especially elementary and uh, well, really middle and high school students. And even adults, as I tell them that you, who you are at this present moment is not who you're going to be in, in a future moment, right. which is why trusting yourself is, like, so important because you do what you know to do, which is best at that time, at that moment, right? So what I tell them is that you know what you know until you know something else. Right. And so – I think about my experiences back at Kentucky State when I ran um, for Mr. Kentucky State University and then, then I ran for, you know, SJ president. But the thing about that is I wrote out this plan, right? So I, I tell people 
write what you want to see happen, happen. And a good friend of mine, Mark Isaacs, I'll never forget, I was a sophomore, and he lived across the hall from me, and he came in there and he said, man, you know, we stayed in Young Hall, which was uh, on B-Wing, which is kind of a wild wing, and he came in. We, You know, what we would do is just all prop our doors open. we just prop our doors open, and there'd be music and all that stuff going. And so he came in when walked to my room. He's like, man, what you doing? I was like, man, I got, like, you know, two to three years. I'm just going to write down everything, you know, that I think that I think I want to do. And he was like, well, why don't you, why don't you read me the list? What you got on there? Mm-hmm. And I said, well, you know, I said, I'm a um, – I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, you know, be Mr. KSU. Then I'm, you know, uh, then I'm a, I'm a, I'm a pledge Q. I said, then I'm a be SGA president. And he was like, wait a minute. He's like, nobody's ever been Mr. KSU and SGA president. Like nobody's ever done that. I said, I know. I said, but, but somebody's got to be first. Mm. I said, somebody's got to be first. So, yeah, I'm, a, I'm gonna do that. I said, I'm, a, I'm gonna graduate with with two degrees and a minor and, and, you know what I mean? And I'm going to take this trip here and, you know, go to these places. And, um, you know, he always tells that story like, dude, you're the only person I know that like wrote everything and you literally did everything that you said you were going to do. And I think that's part of the thing is that if you don't have a bullseye, right, then you, Mm -hmm. then you don't know the target that you're trying to hit. You know, one of my favorite quotes is is from Alice in Wonderland, and you know she's asking the Cheshire Caddy. She said, "You know, which way should I, should I go?" And and he said, "Well, that depends on um, you know what, where you're trying to get to." And you know she's she's like, "Which road should I take?" And he said, "Well, where are you trying to go?" And she said, "Well, it doesn't matter." And he says, "Well, if it doesn't matter, then either road will do." <laughs> You know, and so mm-hmm. that's the thing. If you don't have a clear idea of where you're trying to go and the target you're trying to hit, then, you know, wherever you end up will be fine. And so you got to really be intentional uh, because what I've come to realize on this journey is that you can control only what you can control and nothing else. And the two things that you always have control over is your effort and your energy. And so you definitely can't necessarily dictate the outcomes, but your effort and energy is, is, is all you really have control over. And so if you, if you point your effort, right, in a, in a certain direction and, 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 and do that in the most positive and way that you can and, and go all, all out with the energy, then uh, more often than not, the goals that you set for yourself, uh, you're going to, you know, you're going you're gonna to hit them. And so, you know, those experiences, like I said, in, in college has, has really come to, to strengthen me and, and really help chart my way. And, and um, you know, learning those skills, those things early on helped me to really be successful, um, you know, and, and, and brought me to where I'm at right now today. I love it. I love that. I love that you uh, wrote out your plan. You wrote down your goals, but then you actually share it with somebody. I mean, a lot of times we have all of these ideas in our mind uh, and, and we, don't, we don't put it or we don't vocalize it. We don't put it in the atmosphere. 
And so mm-hmm. I think that is crucial, like you said, have mentors, have people that you trust so that really that they help you stay accountable to your plan and your goals as well. So that that was awesome. Okay, brother, Isaac, helping you through everything you said you was going to do, you did, and that's phenomenal. Yeah, yeah you, you got you to have people who hold you accountable. And, and um, you know, you got to get you a, a circle of people who who think big and um, who, are, who are not going to allow you to skate on, on the things that you, that you say you want to go after. You know what I mean? And because at the end of the day, what it's really about is trying to keep your word to yourself. Mm-hmm. And, and, and that's the, the biggest piece, right? So, you know, you, we, we make, you know, commitments and promises to other folks, but, you know, what are the promises that you make to yourself that nobody else knows about? You right. know? And so those are the, the things that, you know, keeping your word to yourself is is, is pertinent, uh, you know, in, in becoming the person who you want to be. Absolutely, absolutely. So it sounds like on your journey you experienced a lot. And as we know, with success comes learning lessons. It's mm-hmm. especially important for our next generation of leaders to not only hear our successes, but also our failures. So can you share with the listeners some of your biggest failures and learning lessons, your biggest failures, and what was the learning lessons that you gained uh, from those failures or experiences? Man, I, how much time we got for this? I don't, we don't <laughs> fail them. You know, failed a lot. Um, I think failure is definitely part of, of success, man. I think you just, you just can't be scared to fail. Um, and, and, and what keeps a lot of people from, from, from doing that is fear. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And, and, and what I tell people is, you know, everything you want is, is, is on the other side of fear. And so one of the pieces that I, when I first started, you know, my consult company, I, I didn't really know what to do, you know, so I was going around and, 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 and telling, you know, principals I was going to start doing, you know, music and storytelling and, you know, and what people don't know about the, the whole world of education is, you know, people will, will, will commit and, and then, you know, the money will fall through or, you know, it won't drop when it says it's supposed to drop or um, all of that. So you end up in, in situations where, Folks said, you know, well, we were going to bring you in, but, you know what I mean? So then that puts me in a whole different types of situation. So, uh, and then other things where people telling you, you know, just that whole no, uh, mm-hmm. you know, and so that's what I, I mean, you, you get told no a lot. And I think that's where that whole believing in yourself is just so pertinent because whether other people think, what you have is valuable or not, you have to understand and and know that there's value in the work that you do. And so when other people don't necessarily see the value in it, you cannot internalize that as worthlessness. You just have to turn it up that they just have a different picture of vision or they're not in the space. And so, um, you know, I mean, like we, we – like I talk about the successes at Kentucky State, but, you know, we talk about some things where 
you do some stuff where it's not going to be necessarily, uh, you know, part of this whole leadership piece is, is not necessarily do things in, under, in, in a way that you're always going to be looked at as, as, as positive, right? So you're going to make some decisions that are going to make some, some people unhappy. And I remember uh, one of the pieces that we um, did, we, we took a ski trip down to Tennessee, and um, it was uh, supposed to snow. It didn't. And then the people who were doing the, the black, the HBCU college weekend, their stuff was all jacked up. And um, part of the piece was, it was a big basketball game going on that weekend too at home, they, and but they they chose to go on a trip, and so after mm-hmm. stuff didn't necessarily go the way, they were like, well, man, we should just leave and go back, and I'm like, well, we could, but y'all don't understand the fight that I had to fight in order just to get us here with the administration. Like they didn't know anything about that, you know, because they didn't want to let us come. So what we can't do is now go back early, you know what I mean? And so. Right. They everybody wanted to go back, and they were like, you know, you know, we should take a vote to see who wants to go back. And I'm like, yeah, we could do that, but this is not a democracy in this point. You know, what I mean, there's there's no ballot. You know, I, I'm in charge here, um, and I know y'all don't all want to say, but but we're staying, right? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We could be at the game if we leave right now. We could get back, and we could, but we're not. You know what I mean? <laughs> and so, uh, you talk about some of those things that leadership is is about definitely having to make the hard decisions because sometimes people that you're leading aren't always aware of all the stuff that's going on. You know above and behind the scenes. They see what, what's in front of them. Right. And they want what they want now. And so you have to be vigilant in standing by your morals, principles, and doing what's right, even though when right is a hard thing to do. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. It, it's, it's, tough to, it's tough to lead. It's tough to be a leader I mean, it, it's not an easy, easy walk. And I talk to youth, and I, that's one of the things that I try to let them know because, you know, our biographies, it, it highlights, showcase everything we've done, the successes. But what's missing? The journey, the failure. And so our kids are looking, you know, like, well, I can't connect with you because you've done all this amazing stuff. And so I, I purposely make sure that I try to mention, you know, those failures along the way. Nobody has experienced success and not had any failures. Oh, no, like, great. I mean, even, even in high school, I, I, that's when I talk to high school people. I'm like, man, you, I said, yeah, I own, you know, several companies now and, and an entrepreneur and all that stuff. I said, but if I could have done anything different, you know, I said I would have took high school more seriously. Mm-hmm. Uh, I said I did well in college, understood grad school, all that stuff. I said I graduated from high school with a 1.9. With a oh, then you got GPA. their attention. Oh, yeah. <laughs> They're like, what? Like, yeah. Like, I, like I, would, I mean, I went to Wanted Hills, you know what I mean? And so the work mm-hmm. was rigorous, but what I, what I figured out is how to do just enough, 
right? right? So I figured out if, if I didn't do homework but got A's on tests, I could cruise with a C. I could get, you know what I'm saying, I could bypass with a C if I didn't just do any homework. I said, but what I didn't know is that what high school does, it sets up the, the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. And nobody told it to me that way. Nobody told me that, you know, I was working for a couple hundred thousand dollars because, you know, thirty, forty thousand dollars a year, five years, you know, that's a couple hundred grand. Like if somebody would have told me that I could have got a couple hundred thousand dollars in scholarships, I probably would have did some homework. Right. You know, but perspective is everything. And so, um, you know, like I said, you you all see now, I mean, shoot, now, even even in this journey, it's, it's just it's levels to this thing. So you, right. you have successes. <laughs> Right, you have successes now, you know what I mean, and 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 people think that the more successful you get, um, the easier it gets, but it, it doesn't. My my failures are bigger now, you know what mm-hmm. I mean. So, you know, when we fail or something doesn't go the way we think, it, it it may cost me ten, it may cost me twenty thousand dollars. It, it's a bigger, you know what I mean, hole and gap. But the goal is to to try to get to learn as much as you can because where you want to be. Right, and where you are now, the only thing that's separating that space is just something that you don't know. Right. And so, what you're trying to do is close that gap, you know. And so, find these areas of where I can be better at, whether it's in you know my finances or being you know uh, getting rid of overhead, um, you know, prices and all that stuff, and you know, connecting to the right people, all of those things, because you, we've had partnerships that you know when people don't necessarily follow through with what they say that they're supposed to do or, you know, you get into a situation where it's not, it doesn't end up being what you thought it was. And so, you know, people look at those stuff as, as you can look at it as failure or lessons. And um, I always say if, if, if you learn something, then you, then you never fail. You, you know, we, right. we, we, we fail forward, you know, meaning exactly. that's what it is. Those lessons, um, you know, we don't lose, we learn. So yeah. as long as you're learning something, you never lose. And so that's the thing, and that's part of the tagline of, of, of the company is we always say learn your lesson because mm-hmm. life is always teaching. Then I say the universe is always teaching you something, but, um, you know, many people aren't taking notes. Right. And so, you know, I say, you know, I, I tell the high school folks and the, the, the folks that said note, 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 note takers and money makers and life shakers. You know what I mean? If you if you want to you want to shake your your life up and you you want to make more money, take take some notes because uh, you know a good memory is worth a million bucks. Pen and paper costs you a buck ninety nine. So write some stuff down so that you can remind yourself of the moment. Excellent, excellent. Yep, I'd say talk less, listen more. If you listen more, people will tell you everything you need to know. That's right. What role has having a coach and mentor that you could learn from, what role has having a coach and mentor that you could learn from had on your life? Oh, it's been huge. I think anybody who's trying to get somewhere beyond where they are, um, you know, you you need a coach or mentor. You need um, somebody who who has either traveled a path or can direct you to to where you're trying to go is is huge. I mean, um, you know, I, I've had mentors and who who told me, 
you know, and then showed me what to do in this in this in this industry. You know what I mean? When I was started first started out, uh yeah, I didn't know, you know, kinda what to charge and um, you know, mm-hmm. how to even get uh contracts and all that and I had somebody who literally took me under their wing and was like, This this is what you do and so you you need a coach or a mentor to get you uh to the next level of of wherever you're trying to go. And understand that even as as uh, far ahead as you are, or you may think you are, there's always somebody ahead of you. And understanding that piece, you got to understand the latter is true, right? So you as a person, you're always one step ahead of somebody else. And right. so re- regardless of what you where you are, you, you have something to offer and to give uh somebody because there's somebody behind you who's trying to get to where you are. And so recognizing that um as you as you learn more and become, you know, bigger, better or or, or whatever, um try to find somebody who is willing to do the work and then um share your time and energy to uh you know, help them to move. Notice I said somebody who's willing to do the work. Right. Um, Because you have people who want to be successful, but they don't want to do what it takes for the success to show up. Mm -hmm. And that's the piece um, in working with a mentor and a coach. You have to let them know and show them more than you tell them that you're willing to pay what it costs in order to, um, you know, have the success that you're, that you're willing and wanting um, to show up in your life. And, and, and so, you, you know, be willing to pay people, and that's what people, people think that that stuff is free. And um, you should be willing to pay people for their expertise, their knowledge, their skill set, because they've earned that. You know what I mean? And it's it's valuable. And so don't try to get something that's valuable for free. Absolutely. I'm I'm so glad that you mentioned that that being willing to pay. And so that brings me to because sometimes people don't know the difference between a coach and a mentor. You know, do you feel like there's value in having one or the other or both? You know, sometimes when people think about mentoring and mentorship, they tend to think that's a no-cost relationship. Mm. Yeah, they do, but it, but it's, but it's not. <laughs> like they, 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 like they, they both cost you something. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I, I always open my, whenever I'm working with uh teachers and then especially administrators or parents i have this um this commitment piece that i tell them i say this is this is my commitment is that you're going to acquire something that's going to benefit you you know personally and professionally you know if you participate you know what mm-hmm. i'm saying because they always heard that saying that time is money right so you all heard that like like yeah you know i said but it's not you know what i mean <laughs> It's not. Time time is more important than money. You know what I mean? Because you can get some more money but you can't get no more time. But there are two things that you never let people waste. 
you never let them waste your money and you never let them waste your time. Mm-hmm. And so if I'm going to have a mentee or I'm going to be a mentee, you know what I mean, or, be, or, or work with the coach, I have to make sure that, one, I'm not wasting their time because mm-hmm. they can't get that back and they could be spending it somewhere else. You know what I mean? And so, you know, sometimes that you you have to pay for that, you know, pay for their time. And because their time is valuable. And if you and if you feel that there's value in being connected to that person, um, mm-hmm. you know, be willing to to pay for their time and and don't look at it as a cost, but an investment in yourself, and absolutely, you're, you're you're more likely to take what they say seriously and really to hold them at a accountability level where you're gonna definitely get something if you're paying. Right. And so, be be willing to invest in yourself to get yourself to the next level. Absolutely, absolutely. I I. Definitely agree with that. And, you know, in regards to time and not just time, relationships, relationships Mm -hmm. are priceless. So you never know who you might need to connect with that can get you in a room that you may not have been able to get in yourself. And so Mm -hmm. we need to think about that, that piece that goes with that mentoring, that coaching and, you know, things of that nature. Sometimes people don't think about that relationship Mm -hmm. and the value that that has. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because a mentors and a coach will be able to open, get you open doors and they got, they got keys to doors that you don't have keys to. Right. You know what I mean? So they can get you in spaces and places that you normally otherwise wouldn't have access to. Right. Absolutely. And, and so that's what you're that's that's often what you're paying for. You know what I mean? Is there not knowledge and access? <clears throat> right. Absolutely. You're an award winning author and published several children's books, including mm-hmm. Fred and Mary, Queen Infinity mm-hmm. Get in Your Place, and several others. I mean, you're just, like, doing the thing. I've seen your videos, you're dancing, the kids are dancing, you're singing, and everybody's having a good time learning. So can you tell the listeners how you got started writing children's books and a little bit about some of your books and the primary age level? Okay, well, um, yeah, so – we have uh, Fred and Mary was the first book that I actually wrote, and, and that book is really about, um, you know, loving, loving yourself. And so the, the, the thing that, that's going to permeate in all of the work that I do is, is going to be learning, being better, um, enhancing oneself. Like that is the, the, the heart of, of all the work that I do. And so uh, Fred and Mary is probably the, the cornerstone of all of that work. Um, I use it with kids. I use it with teachers. I use it in parent workshops because at the end of the day, that's what it really is about. It's about you having the, the most important relationship that you have is not that with others, but is that of yourself. And so if you don't have a healthy relationship with you, then it's going to be even more difficult for you to have that relationship with others. Um, 
And so that's Fred and Mary. Queen Infinity is the one that won uh, a couple international awards in reading skills and literacy. And so Fred and Mary is a, is a you know, birth to death book. That's for everybody. Queen Infinity is targeted uh, for third through eighth graders and, mm-hmm. um, you know, goes across all content areas, um, getting your place and dealing with uh, place value. When I taught kindergarten, first grade, I taught my kids place value to the trillions. And they're like, how did you do that? And so, you know, I wrote a book about it. When I here, here go. And then that, that's what we did. We, <laughs> so, we, so we wrote it and put, put it in the book, you know, so, so that they could, they could see how, that, how that's done. And, um, and so I do reading and writing workshops. I'm currently up here in New Jersey right now. I uh, did a reading and writing workshop uh, with about, you know, a couple hundred third through fifth graders today and then did some music and storytelling with another school and tomorrow I'll be in another school and then I'll be doing some leadership stuff. Um, you know, with a bunch of uh, teacher leaders uh, in this district up in East Orange. And so, um, you know, doing doing that work and working in schools and with organizations that are about making people better, that's really the heart and love of what I really do. It's just about helping people to be the best version of themselves at whatever level you are right now. And, um, you know, it takes work. And so helping people to figure out that work in a way that they feel like they can wrap their hands around it uh, and their arms around it and, 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 and do it in a way that they can, some success can show up in their life. And so, you know, the books, uh, the speaking, all of that stuff all undergirds, you know, that work. And those are just tools to aid you on that process of, of living this journey in a way that, that you can, uh, you know, be the best version of yourself. That's awesome. Are you working on anything else? You got any other books or music in the pipeline? Yes. Uh, You know, you can check out all our stuff at, you know, LKobeDawiz, that's D-A-W-I-Z dot com. But, yeah, we got uh, Fun With Fairy Tales that should be out this year. We got Kuga Kuga Munga Chuga that we're getting ready to drop uh, this year as well. We got an album, Learn Your Lessons, Volume 1, that has, you know, the eight parts of speech, champion, um, getting your plays, getting ready. Those songs are, you know, already on iTunes, YouTube, but we're going to be, I mean, in YouTube, but we're going to be dropping the full album here, uh, hopefully at the beginning of the next school year. Uh, we got a poetry book that we're going to be releasing. Then we have, um, you know, a couple other books around, you know, self-development and all of that stuff that are coming out this year too. So we got about three or four books we're going to be dropping next year, and we probably got about another four or five books. Uh, in the queue for next year. So 19 and 20 are going to be some super exciting years. So, you know, stay in tune with me uh, on Instagram and, uh, you know, uh, uh, Twitter and, you know, Facebook. Everything is L. Kobe the Weird. So uh, we drop a morning message every morning, you know, like three to five times a week, you know, on our page and all that stuff. And so we're getting ready to put that into a book as well, some of those things. Um, to kind of help, you know, inspire people to live their day with power. So we got some stuff in 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 in, in queue that's getting ready to, get, to to come out and help impact the world as well. Look at you! That's awesome. That's awesome and exciting. How cool is Do that? Do the work. Do the thing okay. to get the power. You got to, you know, that's what I tell people. You got to do the thing to get the power. People want the power before they do the thing. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. it just doesn't work like that. And so what I tell people is to, to wrap your hands around fear. And I have this 
this question that I actually asked myself, uh, you know, a statement that says, you know, what would you do if you weren't scared, right? Because mm-hmm. fear is often keeps us. So what would you do if you weren't scared? And then I, whatever situation, and I literally answer it audibly out loud, right? So, you know, one of my biggest years was, you know, you know, I was going to 2018. I was like, man, I'm just scared. I'm just, you know, get kind of get tired of, of being told no. I'm like, well, what would you do if you weren't scared? Well, if I wasn't scared, I'd just probably call as many principals as I could right now and just tell them about, so do that. So that's the answer, right? So you answer that question, and then the ending part is do that, right? So get mm-hmm. into action. Answer the question, right? What would you do? Ask it, answer it, and then do that. So, you know, that's part of it. So, um, you know, you got to do the thing. Do the thing, get the power. And so we just after the power, man. Awesome. I love that. Awesome, awesome. What advice would you give to our listening audience on strategies for thinking outside the box, finding opportunities, and reinventing themselves, especially if they may be stuck? Um, well, I tell people this, right? If you, if you do what you've always done, you'll, you'll get what you've always gotten. And mm-hmm. so this is the thing is that people, they want something different, but they don't want to do anything differently. You know what I mean? <laughs> and so, you know, it, it's, it's, it's really like crazy because you're like, well, I want to do this. I want to be, uh, you know, more fiscally responsible, like, okay, well, all right, then you need to start living your life, you know, by a budget. I don't want to do that. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, but right. that's what you're after. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, oh, man, I, I want to be more healthier. You know, I, I'm, I'm tired of feeling bad. Like, okay, well, you're going to have to start drinking more water, you know what I mean, and then change your diet. Oh, but I don't want to do that. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> this is the thing. Like, whatever you want, like whatever it is, okay. Whether you want a, you know, a, a happier, healthy relationship with yourself, you want to, you want to be in better physical shape, you want to be more fiscally responsible. Whatever you want is going to cost you something. Mm-hmm. Like, and you have to decide whether you're willing to pay for it. You know what I mean? It's going to cost you either time, right, effort, energy, or money. Like it's going to cost you one of those four things, and you got to be willing to pay it. Right, <laughs> and if you're not willing, like you, you just got to be willing to pay it. You know what I mean? Like I want to be, uh, you know, I, I want to be more productive and more effective with my time. Okay, so that means you're probably gonna have to start getting up, you know, ninety minutes earlier. Oh, I don't want to get out of the bed. Like you know, like you, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you, you can't want more and not do more. Like that's right. how this works. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that's not how this works, and so. The advice I would I, I would give is is be willing to do more to get what you're going after. Like it's gonna you gotta sacrifice. Like you, it's gonna and, and it's gonna hurt. You know what I mean? But the question is, are you willing to endure the pain of the process? You know what I mean? You gotta be willing right. to endure the pain of the process to get you to wherever you're going and what you're after. You know what I mean? And understand that what you have control over, your effort and energy, like you can direct that. And so pay. Like that's all I pay. Like pay. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> pay the money, pay the time, pay the energy, pay the effort, like pay it. <laughs> like pay it. Pay pay what it costs. 
You know what I'm saying? And then do the work. Like, that's the thing. Like, you got to do the work. You know what I mean? People, like, that's the thing. People, like, man, like, you're doing all this stuff. You're flying. Like, but it cost me. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, it it cost. You know what I'm saying? Like, and, and you don't you don't see all the stuff where the flights are delayed or, you know, we may have to, you know, cancel the flight and then get a rental car and drive seven hours during the night just so I can be there when I said I was going to be there because I said I was going to be there and they don't care about, you know, my flight being delayed or the plane being delayed. Like, you don't see none of that stuff. Right. You're like, oh, man, he's just traveling all over the place. Like, yeah, he's, yeah, but it costs me something. Right. You know what I mean? Like, I, I, we pay for this. And so that's the thing is just whatever you want, just understand that it's going to cost you something. And don't think that it's, it's going to be a free. Like, I tell people there's no free lunch. Like, ain't no free lunch. Like, success has to be, you know, paid for up front and in cash. Like, you just got to pay for it up front. Like, ain't no, mm-hmm. ain't no you know, ain't, ain't no payment plan to this thing. Like, you, you got to pay for it right now. And, and, and understand that, you know, the, the investment is going to pay off in the long run. So pay. Right. That's what I got for right. Pay. <laughs> pay your time. So pay. Pay, pay your calls. Time. Just pay. Pay. Pay, pay the money. <laughs> Pay, pay the effort, pay the energy, like pay it, like get it, don't get up early, like, you know what I'm saying, you put down the cheeseburger, like pay it, like you got to pay. Right. <laughs> get you some salmon just, and some spinach in your life, you got to pay, you know what I'm saying? Like, you got to pay, you, you got to pay, pay to play <laughs> in all <our> aspects. <laughs> yeah. Well, Kobe, our time is coming to a close. I mean, we could talk and talk and talk, but Thank you so much for your insight and knowledge. And I know you mentioned before ways that we could get connected with you, but I want to make sure the listeners got it loud and clear. So how can a listener mm-hmm. stay connected with you and support you in your efforts? Um, well, definitely. Um, like we're on YouTube, uh, you know, L. Kobe the Wiz, L-K-O-B-I-E-D-A-W-I-Z. So we got videos. So if you know any uh, – you know, principals, superintendents who you think, uh, you know, teachers and students need to be impacted, uh, you know, share my stuff with them. The website is lcobytowiz.com. Um, you know, if you, you know, type, it, you know, me into into Google, that's my, that's my newest thing. You know, we've done the work, right? You've been working on content. So now we've done the work. Now we got the power. So, you know, people are like, how can, oh, you know what, you can, you can Google me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, so, like that's my like, you know, that was the thing. Like, well, we need pictures of you for the thing. Uh, yeah, just uh, hit images, uh, pictures, and type in El Copi the Wiz. You'll you, you get about six to ten pages of that. And like, oh, oh, you're for real. Like, yeah, yeah, this is what we do. We do this for real. So, yeah, so El Copi the Wiz, everything, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, um, you know, my Snapchat game is not what it needs to be, but uh, we're working on that. Um, but, all the other platforms is, is, is where I'm at. You know, we're on LinkedIn as well. Um, everything El Kobe the Wiz. So, uh, you know, connect to me, reach out, you know, like I said, and if you have, you know, principals, superintendents, whatever that uh, can be inspired, we all the books and all of that stuff is available on the website. And we're working on merchandising with, you know, the, the hats and the shirts and all that stuff. That's a part of our later in uh, 2019, early 2020 plan. So, we got merch coming. 
So um, yeah, can connect with me and um, you know, like I said, push it out here. We we just out here trying to trying to do work to empower people to be the best version of themselves. That's what we're after. So if that's what you're about, then then uh, we the folks you want to connect with. Awesome, awesome. Thank you so much, Kobe, for taking the time out. I know you're traveling, your schedule is busy, but thank you for giving me the opportunity to interview you tonight. Well, I appreciate you, you know, reaching out. You know, like I said, you know, good people know good people, and, you know, you good people. And so, uh, you know, that's what it's about is helping to, uh, uh, you know, empower and to put, to push each other forward. So I appreciate you reaching out to me and uh, giving me a platform to kind of share a little bit of the work that I'm trying to do here to, to help impact this planet to, to make us all uh, a little better than, than where we are right now. Most definitely, most definitely. It was it was definitely an honor to have you as a guest. Many many blessings and much success to you on your journey. Again, couldn't have done tonight without you. I definitely appreciate it and always looking out for my Kentucky State family. Very proud and proud of everything you're doing and, and happy for everything that you're doing. I so, appreciate the support. Awesome. Together we are better. Yes, we are. So thank you, listening audience, for tuning in to tonight's show with our special guest, L. Kobe Wilkerson, also known as L. Kobe DeWiz, where he shared with us, whatever you want is going to cost you. You got to pay the time, pay the cause, you got to pay the play. You got to be willing to do more to get what you want. You always have control over your effort and your energy. Write out your plan. If you don't have a bullseye, you don't have a target. Trust the process. It, it is where you get your power. Make sure you find, your, find some mentors or coaches, and don't be afraid to pay uh, to be connected uh, to those mentors and coaches and be willing to learn uh, and not just try to earn. So he shared those tidbits of wisdom with you that I hope that you all can use. If you're interested in being a guest on this show or starting your own radio show or some low-cost advertising to highlight your business or events, please email dibroadcasting, all one word, at trendyelitellc.com. Please tune in next week where you will hear from another amazing leader. Until then, friends, have a good evening. Thank you, friends, for tuning in to another episode of Leadership Tidbits with Coach T. Wilson, where Taiwana speaks with leaders who share nuggets of wisdom that you can use in your personal and professional life. Follow her on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Coach T. Wilson. Connect on LinkedIn or visit www.coachtwilson.com. And remember, in life, learn as much as you can, appreciate often, and lead fearlessly. 